Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Grace, faith mentor, successful servant leader, and small business strategist. Let's get right into today's episode. Very excited to be here. I hope that you have listened to Surrendering is Hard before you make your way on over to here because it's kind of like a an impartation to what is new and what is next so just a reminder if you haven't already go and check that out a little bit of tea that i want to share with you guys before we get into this episode is to just make sure that you are subscribed number one make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and share this with a friend share this with your spouse or your partner your family member whoever share this podcast with someone else you don't understand how much your guys's sharing and your testimonies and you just contacting me and saying that you love what I talk about on this show has helped you so much, helps me so much to not only just keep going, but to continue to do and stand strong and stand firm in what it is that God has called me to do. So that's our first little bit of tea that I have. And the next thing is, if you haven't already, make sure that you have joined the tribe. Yes, make sure that you've joined the tribe so that you can get text and or email correspondence with me throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever the case is. If I need to share something, I'm sending it out to the tribe first. They get a text or they get an email. And last but certainly not least, if you haven't already, click that link in the show notes to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I have new posts that go up every single week. And so, yeah, check that out. That's all the tea that I have for you guys today. And so let's get right into this episode. And the topic today is I cannot break generational curses if I don't allow myself to be corrected. And. This was something that came to me recently and I was just like, wow, that's powerful. I cannot break generational curses if I don't allow myself to be corrected. And God has had me on this mission, you guys, (laughs) of learning about Bible. That's the only way I can really put it. Um, As I shared in our last episode, I really am just kind of going where he wants me to go. Like I said, he checked me and he asked me, who do you think you are? I didn't give you this platform to go where you wanted to go. I gave you this platform for you to go where I wanted you to go. So I'm not questioning it no more. I'm just doing it right. (laughs) And the topic today is I cannot break generational curses if I do not allow myself to be corrected. So that means that if I am so haughty or if I think I just know it all or if I think that my experience is just the utmost experience and that is what it is and what I say goes how can I expect to continue to break generational curses if I do not allow myself to be corrected and I want you to ask yourself the same question how can you allow yourself to continue because maybe you've already broke broken some generational curses right you are a first generation college student you are the first to be married and to be happily married uh what else you are the first to own a home you're the first to graduate from a four-year university you're the first to get a degree in higher education so higher than a bachelor's degree um maybe you're the first that graduated high school 
whatever the case is for you. You're the first to not be in a relationship that is surrounded by control, but actually surrounded and rooted in love and not just any love, but God's love, not just lust, but God's love. Whatever the case is for you, you know what curse you've broken. And if you don't really know what curse or curses you've broken in your family or your bloodline, sit down and think about it. Really sit down and think about it. What have you accomplished? And if you feel like you have have accomplished nothing, I want you to take a step back. And I want you to know that that's a lie. You've done something. You have done something. Whether it is one thing or multiple things, you have done something, which means you've already started the process of being a generational curse breaker. But maybe there are still some things on the inside of you. Maybe there's still some strongholds, some remnants of anger, some remnants of stubbornness, some remnants of lack of humility. That is keeping you from breaking further generational curses, which means if you're if those things are stopping you from breaking further generational curses, those things will be passed down to those who come after you, which means that your womb is really not as protected as you'd like it to be, which obviously I'm saying as you'd like it to be, because I know we all want our wombs to be protected. And if you are a a man, I'm going to say womb as well, but you understand the reproductive system. And so. I want you to sit down and think about it. If you have no idea, like, have I ever even broken a generational curse? I want you to sit down and think about it. Maybe somebody that came before you, your grandmother, your grandfather, your great grandmother, your great grandfather, your father or your mother. Maybe somebody is an alcoholic or maybe one of them smoked weed or smoked cigarettes or um, had a a terrible gambling problem, whatever it is, and you're not doing that specific thing anymore, you've already started to break that curse. You've already done it. Like I say, it could be something that you may think is small, but it's huge in the eyes of the spirit world. And don't get me twisted in the eyes of God. Okay. In the eyes of the spirit, man, when it comes to spirituality, that's huge. When you make the choice to not do something that those that have come before you have continued to do. Maybe you're the first to not have a baby out of wedlock, right? Maybe you're the first to not have a baby before the age of, I don't know, whatever age you are, right? Think about that. And that's first things first. I want you to pause this episode right now. And I want you to think about what curses you've already broken. Because you got to know that anything that is not in alignment with the will of God is a curse. And if you think about it, Your mom probably just didn't deal with that, but your mom's mom probably dealt with that thing. But your mom's mom's mom probably dealt with that thing or not just your dad, but your dad's dad and your dad's dad's dad, your dad's dad's dad. You got to think about this. Like if you listening to this episode and if you have been a listener of this podcast, you know that generational curse breaking is huge and it's something that we talk about. And so that's first things first. I want you to pause this and I want you to go back and think about what curses you've broken um and be proud of yourself for that give yourself a pat on the back and then i want you to think about what curses haven't you broken <laughs> this is where it gets a little bit where people try to look down they look away they want to walk away they want to turn it off at this point okay <laughs> but we're not going to turn it off right because we are family here and as a family we support each other 
And as somebody who is striving towards being successful servant leader and walking in that every single day, right? We want to be better. And it's okay to call ourselves out on our BS. Okay? It's okay to call ourselves out on our BS. And so, again, I say to you, I cannot break generational curses if I don't allow myself to be corrected. And so, with that being said, I want to talk about being humble, um, what it is to have humility, and what it is to actually be able to listen to others Especially, especially if it's somebody that you like, I ain't listening to you. Who are you to try to tell me something? Because y'all got to know that God can use the sinner. God can use the prostitute. God can use the harlot. God can use the tax collector. God can uh, use the liar. God can use the thief. God can use whoever he wants to do to get a message across to you. But it's up to you to have a heightened spirit of discernment to be able to see and hear how God himself wants you to see and hear and not what your flesh wants you to see and hear. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 50, 11 years old. You need to check yourself as well. As well okay. You could be 21. And you're like, well, I'm 21 and I'm just living my best life and I just want to live my best, my best life right now. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> the purpose is you didn't you didn't land here on this podcast for no reason. The purpose is to check yourself. Today we are checking ourselves. And like I said, let's talk about humility. And so when we think about humility or being humble, It is here in the dictionary as a noun and it says he needs the humility to accept that their way may be better, which means to accept that someone else's way may be the better way. And I think that that's just perfect. Like I just came here on to. (laughs) This is so interesting. I'm getting a whole revelation right now, but he needs the humility to accept that their way may be better. This is in the dictionary, y'all. The reason a lot of us cannot break generational curses is because we will not allow ourselves to be corrected because we will not accept that someone else's way may be better. And when I say someone else, I mean God's. Right. And maybe he's not using that person that you want to use to speak to you to, to make you change that habit. Or get you out of that bondage. Or get you out of that thing. Whatever the case is. Right? And you're like, I can't listen to him or her. Like, who are they to try to tell me? Interesting. It says, humility, modesty, humbleness, modestness, meekness, lack of pride. Lack of pride. Which means you lack pride. It says, lack of vanity. Which means you lack vanity and so I want you to look that up for yourself humility that word look that up for yourself write it down dissect it yourself and maybe God will give you more revelation on that I just think it's so interesting that it's a lack of pride and a lot of us are very prideful very very prideful very very prideful and it just brings me back to like I said I have just been studying bible 
And when I say studying Bible, <laughs> I've been in the Old Testament. And since I've been in the Old Testament, it's like story after story after story where the Israelites, God's chosen people, he brought them out of bondage. He told Abraham, I will give you a descendants as numerous as the stars and I will give you this land and I will bless you and I will do all of these great things. All y'all got to do is what I tell y'all to do and don't do what I tell y'all not to do and you'll be blessed. But they could not get it right because they lacked humility and they were full of pride and vanity and haughtiness. They were full of pride and vanity and haughtiness. They thought they knew it all. They thought, oh, we are God's chosen people. <laughs> Y'all can't tell us nothing. Not even God can tell us nothing because we his chosen people. So that means we get to do what we want to do. We'll, we'll fake like we're, we're going to listen to we're going to listen to our king or our judges. Right. Because if you go into it, you know, they started off um, with just the prophets. Then they had the judges still couldn't get it right. Then they got exactly what they asked for. Like, please, God, give us a king because every other nation around us that is great has kings, even though he continued to bring them out of bondage, even though he continued to allow them to win wars and, and gain territory and land without kings. They were like, we want king because everybody else got a king. We want a king. Because everyone else around us has a king. So we just feel like we can't do nothing without a king. And king after king after king couldn't get it right. Now, we do have the kings that got it right for a minute, right? And then fell into sin. Even David. Even Solomon. Cyrus. I mean, the list goes on, you guys. Um... Like I said before, I'm not a preacher. I am not a Bible study person, but I have been studying Bible and it just behooves me how you had the instructions right here. All you had to do was follow them. You had the instructions right here and all you had to do was follow them, but they couldn't break the generational curse because they would not allow themselves to be corrected. They did not want to be corrected. They first didn't want to listen to the prophets. And mind you, the prophets never go anywhere, right? Even as they get judges, even as they get king after king after king, they still have prophets. They did not want to be corrected because they lacked humility and they were full of pride and they were full of vanity. And they just did not respect who God was for them or to them. And so that's what I just want to bring to the forefront for you today. Is how I asked you at the beginning, you know, really evaluate what curses have you broken? I love you for that. You should love yourself for that. God loves you for that. But I also want you to look at what curses haven't you broken? What curses still remain? Are you still the one that goes from zero to 100 real quick? And your mom does the same thing and your grandma did the same thing? And your grandma's mother did the same thing. Hmm? Are you struggling with some type of addiction or something like that? And your dad struggled with it. And your dad's dad and your dad's dad's dad struggled with it. Are you struggling with promiscuity and lust? 
And maybe your mom or your dad didn't struggle with it, but their parents struggled with it. So maybe it skipped them. And now it's like, why? And you're trying to figure out what? What is this? Like, my mom wasn't like this. And when I talked to my mom or my dad, they didn't struggle with this because this could be for men or women, right? Men struggle with lust as well, right? I just know that majority of my listeners are women. However, men struggle with these same things as well. Addiction, lust, promiscuity, the Jezebel spirit. Controlling spirits. Was your mother or father controlling? And now you're trying to figure out why you just... You know it's wrong, right? And you want to control everything and everyone. And you can't figure out why. This is where we have to sit down and evaluate our lives and evaluate ourselves because we are working towards becoming better human beings. We're working towards becoming better servant leaders. We're working towards becoming successful servant leaders. And yes, we're, we're successful now, right? We're, we're doing uh, what we need to do to to. Get into alignment with God's will and his way. We're doing what we need to do. We're doing the best we can, right? With, with, with the resources that we have. And the purpose here is so that we, we don't perish for a lack of knowledge. <laughs> That's why we have to talk about these things. The word says that his people perish for a lack of knowledge. And sometimes I just heard this recently. Not It wasn't not only that they did not have the knowledge because some of them just didn't have the knowledge. Right now, I'll go back really quickly here, but just say like for the generate the, the okay so 400 years they were in slavery they were in bondage right um and Moses does everything that God tells him to do and they get out um from under Pharaoh but if their parents and their parents parents and the, from the 400 years before never and they just stopped talking about how good God was and from the jump and they're only hearing things from the the priests or the Pharisees um, or the religious leaders at the time and maybe the prophets and it's just like that ain't what it that ain't what life look like right now like that's not what it is for me and I don't understand it for real you know so it's like maybe they hear they heard of it but they didn't really understand it or they didn't really know about it or maybe they didn't have anybody to tell them at all but on the other hand, I'll say let's do like 50 50 because that's the only thing I, that's the first thing that comes to mind. So maybe 50 percent are perishing because they don't know. But then you have the other 50 percent that are perishing because they don't want to know. Right. They've been introduced to it. They know what's up. They 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 heard their grandmother, great grandmother, mom. They had to sit down every single Sunday, right? I know there wasn't every single Sunday, but just go with me. They had to sit down every single Sunday. They had to pray before every single meal. They had to pray however many times a day. They had to make sure that they wore the veil over their head. Um, the women had to wear the veil over their head and their face. They watched their father do what Abraham said, that this is what they're supposed to do to keep their families going and things like that. They watched. They know that their fathers and their brothers were circumcised. But something on the inside of them is like, eh, eh, I don't really care. Or maybe they've been through so many different things. And it's just like, I know about this, but this particular thing just, I just don't feel like it's helped me. I don't know how to tap into that thing to get that power that they experienced 400 years prior to this bondage that we've been in. I don't know how to tap into it for real. So I'm just, I know about it. 
but I don't want to know about it. And so I'm just going to ignore it. And so I want you to ask yourself, which one are you? You know, which one are you? And if you are one that is like, I know about it, but I don't really want to know. I haven't had any success in the past. That's okay. I want you to acknowledge that. I want you to speak it out of your mouth. But now that you've spoken it out of your own mouth, like. I, I want you to also speak out of your mouth. God, I need help. God, I see that you've brought me to this podcast episode for a reason. I see that you have me here for a reason, but I don't get it. I don't understand it. Change my heart. Help me to understand. Increase my spirit of discernment. Help me, Lord. And so again, I go back to I can't break generational curses because I will not allow myself to be corrected. And you've got to ask yourself why. You know, why is that? I don't know the answer for you. That's something between you and God. And I think that I don't, you know, it goes without saying it's important to break generational curses because at least for me, the struggles that I went through to get married, the struggles that I went through to have my son, the struggles that I went through in college, the lack of identity, the lack of self-esteem, the people pleasing nature, the um, lack of power and authority in Christ. I don't want my children or my children's children or my children's children's children all the way down to 500 years from now. I don't want them to go through that same thing. So I'm doing whatever I can to break that thing off of me now, because I know once I break it off of me, it'll be that much easier for it to just be gone. (laughs) And I know because the God that we serve is so great, so powerful, so loving, so wonderful. All we have to do is do the work and he'll do everything else. So, no, I don't worry about certain things when it comes to my children. I don't worry about the generational curse of addiction. I don't worry about the generational curse of abuse. I don't worry about certain things because I know that God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind. I know that he told me to cast my cares upon him. So there's no reason for me to worry. I've done my due diligence and I know that he's going to follow through as well. And so to close out today's episode, I just want to pray really quickly. Um, and I just want to encourage you, you know, to evaluate yourself, ask yourself the hard questions, ask yourself the hard questions. Okay. And then just go to God. Even if you have to go to God, you don't know what else to say. God, I know I can't break these specific generational curses because I won't allow myself to be corrected. He will change that in you. He will change that in you and somebody, the least person that you probably would ever think that would speak to you to change that specific thing or to to be on the contrary to that specific thing that you do or that's opposed to that specific thing that you do is going to hit you a little bit different. And you're going to be like, dang, I would have never, ever, ever listened to that person. But I know since I went to God, I fell on my knees and I just told him that one thing. I ain't know what else to say. I just told him that one thing. I know that. God is the reason that I was able to receive that message from that person, that 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 unlikely person that I would have never listened to before or that unlikely thing. Like it doesn't even have to be from a, a person. Right. God could speak directly to you and you will know for a fact that that was not you. 
That was not your voice. That was not your conscience. <laughs> you did not think that thought on your own. Right. Or maybe you might see something on a billboard or pop up on your phone or pop up on your computer at work or whatever the case is. But you get what I'm saying. And so as we prepare to, to close out today's episode, I just want to pray for you and every listener of this show really quickly. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you just as humbly as I know how as your daughter. Just loving you on today, thanking you in advance for what it is that you are going to do in that person's life. I thank you for the changes that you're going to do with their heart. Hallelujah. I thank you right now for the renewal of their mind. I thank you right now that they will get the confirmation. They will get the knowledge. They will get the wisdom that they need to begin the process of breaking that generational curse or those generational curses. I know that they will get the understanding and the know-how that they have been called to be that chain breaker, that bondage breaker, that curse breaker. Thank you, Jesus. I know for a fact that you are not a liar. I know for a fact that you are the God that we serve and you keep your promises. So today I ask that you help that individual to cast their cares upon you, to cast their worries, their doubts, their fears on you because you care for them. Hallelujah. For them to understand and know that you have not given them the spirit of fear or confusion, but of love, power, a sound mind, self-discipline. I thank you, Lord, in advance for everything you're going to do in their lives. I thank you right now, most importantly, for the renewal of their mind, the renewal of their heart, the transforming of their heart and the renewal of their behavior and their actions in the name of Jesus. They will no longer have a taste for that drug or that alcohol. They will no longer have a desire to lust after that person or those people. They will no longer have a desire desire to indulge in that thing that just does not bring you glory and so I thank you Jesus in advance in your precious name I pray amen and amen so guys that wraps up this episode of the successful servant leader podcast again if you haven't already make sure that you're subscribed leave us a review and share this with somebody who you know may need this and I'll see you guys in the next episode